Hello and welcome to Scintillating Stories. In this show, we read short stories by a variety of authors. Today, we're reading a tale from Nigerian author Amos Tutola. A short biography of tortoise. A long, long time ago, when the eyes of people were dark, there lived in a big town a young man called Ajapa, or Tortoise, and his nickname was Alabahun. In his early days, Tortoise was a hefty, handsome, and very promising young man. Ajapa the Tortoise was cheerful and playful at all times. Tortoise had wealthy parents. Because of this, he was badly indulged with everything from childhood. Almost all the people of the town loved and trusted him because of all those enticing qualities which he possessed. The king especially was not happy any day that Tortoise failed to come and amuse him at the palace. But Ajapa the Tortoise had hardly attained the age of thirty when he became suddenly cunning, cruel, selfish, audacious, and treacherous. Worse still, as time went on, he also became the greatest liar, villain, thief, and traitor who was ever born in the land. Now, as Tortoise had changed suddenly from good young man to bad young man, the people began to hate him for his bad behaviour, and as he became more and more corrupt, the king expelled him from the town. So he went and settled in a town called Olomu. Being a thief, he joined a gang of robbers there. Very soon, Ajapa the Tortoise conspired with his gang so that he came to his former town, Musan, and robbed many people of their personal property. And within a few months, they had, in the midnights, robbed almost all the property and also the domestic animals of the people. Now the people of the town were confused as to who were the culprits. They did not know who were the thieves among them. For this reason, they had no rest of mind each night. After a while, Tortoise and his gang stopped robbing them, as the people had been relieved of their property. One midnight, a Jap of the Tortoise entered inside a specially made huge water pot. He told his gang to carry the strange water pot to the front of the palace of the king of Mosan town. As soon as his gang had put it down there, he whispered to them, All of you, go and hide yourself somewhere, but near me. They all went to the corner and hid themselves, there in the darkness. Then Tortoise, with a fearful and strange voice, shouted, Hoo, let you, king of Musan, and your counsellors and bearers, come out now and worship me. I am your ancestor who came from heaven this midnight. Come out now, otherwise you, the king, will join me in heaven. Without hesitation, the king, his counsellors and bearers rushed to the outside and went to the strange water pot with great fear. At the same time, the king and his people knelt down in front of the water pot. With fear and with trembling body, they began to rub their palms as they were saying, Ah, our ancestor, here we are in front of you. We thank you so much that you are so kind and love us so that you will pay us a visit this midnight. Ah, we thank you heartily and with great happiness. Hoo, I am your ancestor who left the crown and royal staff and coral beads and the money all of which you, the king, have inherited after me. Hoo, Let the king and his bearers go and bring all here now. I'm going to renew all for you. They are too old. Hurroo, Tortoise frightened the king and his people with a horrible voice. The eyes of the people of those days were dark, and they had no strong second thoughts. 
The king, his counsellors, and his hefty bearers believed at once that it was the king's ancestor who was inside the strange, huge water-pot, and was talking to them from it. So they ran impatiently into the palace. As they were so impatient with fear, they could not take time to find the key to the room in which the crown, the staff of office, the money, the coral beads, the clothing, and the other royal property were kept. But they hastily broke open the door of the room with an axe. Without hesitation, the king and his people brought all the things out and put them in front of the water-pot. "'Here is all the royal property. Please accept all these things,' the king pleaded carefully as he was rubbing his palms with respect. "'And let me live longer on the throne. Please send peace in return to the town.' "'Hoor, hoor, hoor! Leave them here and go back peacefully to the palace,' Tortoise commanded with a horrible voice. The king and his people had hardly entered the palace when Tortoise jumped out from the strange water-pot, and his gang came out of their hiding-place. Without wasting one second, one of them put the empty pot on his head, while Tortoise and the others carried all the property, and then they all disappeared into the darkness in a moment. Thus, Tortoise, with his cunning, duped the king who had expelled him out of the royal property. Having carried the property to Olomu town, Tortoise and his gang sold the crown to the king of Olomu town, and the other property to the people for a large sum of money. Then Tortoise and his gang lavishly wasted all the money within a few days. As time went on, one day some of the people of Musan town saw their king's crown on the head of the king of Olomu town, the day that he was celebrating his ancestors. Very soon the people brought news to their king. And the following day, the king of Mosan town sent a messenger to the king of Olomu town, asking him to surrender the crown immediately. But he sent the messenger back, saying he would not surrender it because he had bought it from someone. After several exchanges of hot words, the king still would not release the crown. So the king of Mosan town started to prepare to fight him in order to get his crown back by any means. A Jap of the tortoise and traitor hinted to the king of Olomu that the king of Mosantan was preparing for the war against him. So as soon as tortoise had hinted, the king of Olomu too started to prepare his soldiers for the fight or war. One month later, the soldiers of the king of Olomu town first besieged Mosantan. But the soldiers of Mosantan did not waste time. They retaliated at once. They fought their enemies so gallantly that their winning was soon imminent. Now Tortoise, having seen that the soldiers of his former town, Mosan, would conquer the soldiers of Olomu town, joined the battle and started to help fight his people, for he was a very great traitor. The soldiers of Mosan town fought so bravely that they got the crown of their king back, but later Tortoise, the traitor, told the enemies the place where the soldiers kept their fighting weapons. Now the soldiers of Olomu town stole the weapons easily, with the hope that the victory would soon be to their side. But to their horror, the soldiers of Mosantan were not affected at all. Instead, it was when their weapons were stolen that they fought more fiercely. Within four months, the soldiers of Olomu town were nearly all killed. Many of them were captured, and Tortoise was captured as well. When he was brought to the king of Mosantan with the other captives, he was taken to the Shrine of the Gods. There they bound him with a strong rope, and then they laid him flat in front of the gods. As soon as the war was over, the king of Mosantan wanted to know who had told their enemies the place where they kept their weapons, because there was no time in history when their enemies had stolen them. The king invited all the people to the assembly ground, and told them about their stolen weapons with wonder. As all of you will know well, our weapons were never stolen by our enemies before. 
We were surprised, the people shouted. The king pointed his hand to Tortoise and showed him to the people. Look at this handsome man, Tortoise. He is the traitor who betrayed us to our enemies. Ah, you, Tortoise, the crowd shouted as they fastened their eyes on him. Woe unto you, you traitor. Let us behead him now, they added. No, we shall not behead him, the king answered. Then he explained. His offence is too severe for beheading. A curse has more weight. We are agreed, your majesty. Please, curse him now, the people shouted with the voice of approval. Please, king, Ajapa the tortoise begged with tears. I have become your slave as from today. Please, I beg you. The king answered. You tortoise, whose nickname is Alabahoon, the son of the soil, have betrayed the people of your town to your enemies, and that is the offence for which you will be punished now. Then the king turned to the gods in front of which tortoise lay, and the king gave a number of roars of anger. O gods of our lands and our ancestors, let you all turn tortoise from a handsome man into the shell man. And let his clothes be shell from today, and let him crawl in the forest now. To the fear and surprise of the crowd of people, the king hardly had cursed Tortoise when he shrank to a very small shell creature. And as a shell man, he crawled into the forest, while the people shouted at him, You shell man, you traitor! It was that day that Ajapa the Tortoise became one of the beasts. Then the crowd of people returned to their houses. Tortoise, or Shellman, wandered about from one forest to another for several years. One morning he wandered to an umbrella tree. He stopped under the tree and waited for fruit that he could eat to fall down. But as he was waiting there, he saw a beetle lady, who was aloof, coming to the same umbrella tree. Who is this beautiful beetle lady? The Shellman wondered confusedly. A few minutes later, she crawled to the tree just to eat the fruit. When she came there, the shellman greeted her. Hello, beetle lady. How are you? I'm all right, replied the beetle lady. But you seem as if you had once been a human being, the shellman said with confusion. Of course, you are right. I was once a human being, but it was my beauty which changed me into a beetle lady as you see me now, she explained with sadness. Though you still retain your beauty... How did your beauty change you into a beetle lady? he asked with wonder. You see, several years ago I was Yanribo, the most beautiful lady in the city. The king of the city forced me to carry a sacrifice to the camp of the soldiers, but because I was afraid of being killed or taken as a slave by those soldiers, I threw the sacrifice into the forest when I had trekked halfway. But the sacrifice had hardly touched the ground when I was turned into a beetle lady and it is since that day that I have been wandering about from one forest to another. The beetle lady told her story sadly, and the shell man shook his head sadly too. Hmm. But your beauty, which was the cause of your changing to beetle lady, is good. As you see me, I was the greatest villain, liar, cunning man, thief, and traitor alive when I was in my town. I was cursed by the king of my town because of my bad behaviour, and the curse of the king turned me into a shell man suddenly. Thus, Tortoise explained himself to the beetle lady, and she shook her head sadly. But as you are a beetle lady and I am a shell man, I wish that we should marry each other, suggested the shell man. But who will be our matchmaker? 
the beetle lady asked. Hmm. You know, you are the first generation of the beetle lady, and I am the first generation of the shell man, so we cannot get a matchmaker. But as we stand under this tree now, we shall soon get something which will substitute for a matchmaker. The shell man, tortoise, with his usual tricks, hardly said so when one ripe fruit fell down. He picked the fruit up. He twitched a bit of it, and then he gave it to the beetle lady to twitch as well. Then he said, Yes, this fruit is our matchmaker. Because you have twitched it, and I did the same thing, it has given my love to you and yours to me. And the work of the matchmaker is no more than that. The shell man, with his cunning, persuaded the beetle lady that she was satisfied. Okay, that is that. But who will pray for us like father and mother? The beetle lady asked. Hmm, let us wait here for some minutes more, and you will see who will pray for us. The shell man said with smiles, and he flirted with her, but he was serious about marrying her. Very soon, a big bird perched on the tree, and as it was struggling to eat the fruit, about fifty fell down. These the shell man gathered all in one spot. He hardly had done so when about twenty monkeys arrived. They came to eat the fruit. Two of them were very old apes, a male and a female. The shell man, with his cunning, received them as his guests. He told them to sit around the fruit which he had gathered into one place. He and the beetle lady sat side by side in the circle. Then he begged the two old apes to pray for the beetle lady and himself. They both prayed for them as if they were their father and mother. Afterwards, all of them started to sing and they ate the fruit. After a while, they stood up and danced merrily for some minutes, and that meant that the shell man Tortoise and the beetle lady Yanribo had married each other. Then the beetle woman carried the rest of the fruit, and they all danced away. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to suggest or submit a short story or a subject that you'd like us to cover, then contact us through our Facebook page or Twitter, and subscribe if you would like to hear more. This has been a Yorick Radio production. <laughs>